this is Doug Beecham. Thank you for joining me for many of the podcasts recently. We've been talking a lot about preaching. And I've been taking some time, particularly over the last two or three podcasts, to talk to you about, about how we understand the Old Testament and the importance of the Old Testament. On the last two podcasts, uh, focused specifically about Jesus, how Jesus approached the Old Testament and how important that is for us. I want to talk to you today about the Apostle Paul and the Apostle Peter as apostolic witness to the Old Testament. The Apostle Paul uh, made extensive use of the Old Testament. Uh, there's a Bible.org site uh, that, that talks about and gives these numbers. You can, you can in your browser, just put in uh, uh, your search engine, uh, put in uh, Paul's use of the Old Testament, and a Bible.org article will come up for you. Forty-five times Paul quotes from the Torah. You remember the Torah, the first five books of the Old Testament. Fifty-three times he quotes from the prophets. And 23 times he quotes from the Psalms. Paul's favorite book in the Old Testament, prophetic book, is Isaiah. He quotes 36 times from Isaiah. So when you're thinking about the Apostle Paul and his teaching about Jesus, he is rooting everything out of Old Testament Scripture. There is not a disconnect. This is not a new gospel, as someone like Marcion would have claimed, who, who was just introducing something brand new. No, Paul is rooting the life of Jesus, the teachings of Jesus, the death and the resurrection of Jesus, the ascension, the second coming of Jesus. The entire Christian life is being rooted out of the revelation that God has given by His Spirit in the Old Testament. I want to draw your attention to three particular sections of that, and then I'm going to take you to close this podcast to First and Second Peter. I want you to notice Paul's use of Adam from Genesis in Romans chapter 5. Beginning at verse 12 to the end of chapter, uh, end of chapter 5, Paul makes reference to, to the fall of humanity in, in Romans chapter 5, the fall in Genesis chapter 3. Adam is contrasted. Adam is the, is the first creation. Jesus is the second who comes to us. He's not created. Let's be clear about that. But Jesus, as the eternal Son of God, comes as the second Adam who fulfills what Adam and Eve were ultimately meant to fulfill in the garden. It's an important passage for us. Later in uh, Romans chapter 8, Paul talks about the whole creation is groaning. And Paul in Colossians 1 and then in Hebrews chapter 1, he talks about Jesus being, along with wisdom, Jesus being the active agent. In fact, wisdom can be identified as the Holy Spirit, the, act, one of the, the whole triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, active in Genesis 1 and Genesis 2 in creation. Paul in Romans chapter 4 and in Galatians chapter 3 and in Galatians, again, in, in Galatians chapter 4, particularly in verse 21 following, Paul ties into Abraham in developing much of his theology that the faith of Abraham is the faith 
that brings salvation to us, faith in Jesus Christ. In 1 Corinthians chapter 5, Paul talks about Jesus being our Passover, a direct relationship and correlation to the Passover meal in, in the book of Exodus, the, which all ties into the deliverance and the salvation of Israel out of the bondage that she experienced in Egypt. Paul takes that typology and, and he ties that in to who Jesus is as our Passover. And then in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, the Apostle Paul talks about Christ as being the rock in the wilderness where, where God provided miraculous water for Israel. That's found in Numbers chapter 8. And again, there's a reference in Numbers chapter 20. That passage is really interesting to us. I hope you'll take a moment and turn in your Bibles to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 10. I want to show you a couple of things about that. That uh, in verses 1 through 5, Paul talks directly about the relationship uh, that, that, uh, that God had with Jesus being present. Christ is that spiritual rock. Listen to what he says. Moreover, brethren, verse 1, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers, so he's connecting himself, Paul as a Jew, Jesus who was a Jew, Paul's connecting himself back to the fathers who, who, were, uh, who were Jews coming out of, of ex, uh, out of the Exodus that our fathers were under the cloud, all passed through the sea. That's the, the miraculous deliverance. All were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. All ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ. What an amazing interpretation of God's provision through Christ for Israel in the wilderness. But uh, he says in verse 5, but with most of them God was not well pleased for their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Now notice this clause, this beginning phrase in verse 6, now these things became our examples. So he's going to go down and he starts naming this. He starts naming idolatry. He starts naming lust, sexual immorality. Then look in what he names in verse 9. They, were, they tempted Christ in the wilderness, not just a temptation of God. It was Christ who was present with them that they tempted. And, and then they complained, verse 10, and then they were destroyed. And now come back to verse 11. Now all these things happened to them. What an amazing tying in of those two phrases. Verse 6, all these things became our examples. And now in verse 11, all these things uh, that, that, they, that happened to them. And he says it happened to them as examples. They were written for our admonition, that is for our instruction. So the Apostle Paul uses all of this, this Old Testament background to tie in the presence of Jesus with them and the purposes why Moses wrote these stories, why the Holy Spirit had these stories written to instruct us on what it means to follow him. And it's very important 
that this this ends up being tied in with verse 12 to temptation. And then later on with verse 14 of, uh, of idolatry. Well, there are many other passages we could turn to in Paul's writings for you to, to see more of how the Apostle Paul used Old Testament Scripture. But these provide a framework for you. The second passages I want to draw to you are from the Apostle Peter. The Apostle Peter um, goes in chapter 1, 1 Peter chapter 1, talks about the salvation. He says that the salvation that has come to us in Christ, he said, the prophets have inquired and searched carefully, who prophesied of the grace that would come to you searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ who was in them was indicated when he testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glories that should follow. Did you notice what he said there? The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ who was working through Isaiah, through Jeremiah, through all of the prophets, that those prophets knew they were looking for something that was to be fulfilled. Yes, they understood there was a fulfillment that would be a part of Israel's history, but they also knew there would be a fulfillment in Christ. It was Christ who was speaking through Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 7 and Isaiah chapter 11, talking about the birth of Jesus, the prophecies of the birth of Jesus in Micah, prophesying about where where the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. In Isaiah 53, prophesying about the death of Jesus and the meaning of his death. We find this insight given to us from 1 Peter. And then in 2 Peter, he comes back to these issues of, of the prophetic word. And uh, uh, he, he begins to talk about it in light of the revelation that was given in the transfiguration of Jesus. This is again chapter 1. Notice in verse 16. We did not follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when such a voice came to him from the excellent glory. And now he goes back and he's citing what he actually experienced in the transfiguration when he saw this with Jesus. He quotes the words that came from the Father. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And then he says, And we heard this voice which came from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain. And then he moves forward and says, And so we have the prophetic word confirmed which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture, he's talking back to the Old Testament, no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation, for prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. He is saying that the whole the Old Testament witness was inspired by the Holy Spirit. And he's also warning us that we have to be careful in how we interpret those words, that it's not just what we do with it, 
but that there is a community of understanding, a community of faith that helps us properly interpret what the Old Testament scriptures said so that we interpret them in the light of the glory of God that's been revealed in His Son, Jesus Christ. Well, thank you for joining me. Uh, this has been a, a wonderful time of talking about the Old Testament and using the Old Testament, the witness of Jesus, the witness of Paul, the witness of Peter, and there are other witnesses as well in the New Testament uh, who show us, particularly the book of Hebrews, I, the, the book of Hebrews is, in my opinion, an old, a New Testament commentary on, on the law of Moses, particularly Leviticus, in light of the fulfillment of that in Jesus Christ. Old Testament, New Testament, they stand together. The Old Testament needs the New Testament to fulfill it. The Old Testament, uh, the New Testament needs the Old Testament to understand what it is that's being fulfilled and the promises of God that he gave in Torah and the prophets and the writings that have been fulfilled in the revelation of Jesus Christ. Thanks so much and look forward to talking to you in the next podcast. <music>